Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Your host, Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Lisa Couturier. Lisa is from r2rlife.com. She's a coach. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, welcome. Thanks for having me. I am glad you're here. You're welcome. And uh, let's talk about r2rlife.com. Tell us what r2r is and what you're doing with your coaching company over at r2rlife.com. So r2r stands for release to receive. And I named it that because in my journey of getting into life coaching, I realized a lot of my thought processes and beliefs needed to be released before I could start to move forward. Yeah, you didn't make room, right, for some new (laughs) beliefs. Um, One of our coaches that we had on a call once um, said that they had to let go of that BS, their belief systems, you Uh know, and I was like, oh, yeah, BS always meant BS to me, but okay, belief system. So we're releasing releasing belief systems and working and filling um, yourself with more, more good. And you're helping your clients do that now? I am. Um, I work with a different group of people. Every time I start working with women, I get all men clients. When I start to work with men, I go, oh, I'm going to work with men. Then I get an abundance of women coming in. So most of them are entrepreneurs or they're in corporate in a smaller division. So they run like a um, startup or an entrepreneur within that division. And so I work with men and women, but primarily they're women. Yeah, I've heard those right now. uh, Yeah, I've heard those called intrapreneurs. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So they're working inside the business and, you know, like you said, um, kind of operating in their own little segment. Um, so they have innovation and different things that, you know, starting a business would entail. And a lot of hospitals actually are, um, gravitating towards that innovation sector where they actually run like a complete startup. It's been interesting working with a few of those actually out in Michigan. Oh yeah, Michigan, where I'm from. That's why you mentioned it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is interesting. And I think um, probably do, you know, they're ready for an overhaul, both the education system, the hospitals and various things. So <laughs> having that new mindset is, is very helpful. The um, tell me, tell us about your story. So, yeah, I mean, it's good to think like in big terms you had to release, but like, what are some things that you were releasing and how did you get to where you are today? Yes. Yeah, so um, I don't have that typical path of, oh, I started out being a life coach. I've zigzagged all around. Um, I was in corporate after being a stay-at-home mom for 17 years. I was in the cybersecurity industry. And please note, I was not technical at all. I was more of the social aspect of it. What I did was connect people. So I put the Fortune 500 um, end users together with the solution providers. I loved it. 
But one day I had just come back after being on the road for just about four days, five days. I got home early. I was thinking my kids were going to embrace me coming home. And I walked into an absolute shit show. You know, I had just gotten dropped off by the limo. I was in my suit, you know, looking all together, waved to my neighbors that I sort of, you know, didn't really care about, but like, oh, hi, good morning. Walk through the door. One is yelling at the other. Walked out. They walked out the back door. My son walked in front of me, rolled his eyes. He goes, it's about time. And my little guy at the time just retreated to his room and I dropped my bags and I just slid down the door and I started to cry and I go, this is not working. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to do here, but I love what I'm doing, but I'm not the mother that I wanted to be. I'm not even the, I, the partner that I wanted to be at that point in time. I didn't even like myself. It's just like, I was on autopilot. Yeah. And I walked up made sure my little guy was okay. And I just went to my room into a timeout and started scrolling. Mm -hmm. And I found a neuro-linguistics class and I go, what is this? And signed up for it right away. I go, okay, this is my last chance before I throw in the white flag. And it was mind bridge training. And I started it was, it was an intense class. Um, I imagine, I especially as an introduction, right? You yes, know. it was just the introduction piece of it, right? And I walk into the room, you know, I wear vibrant colors and I walk into the room and there were all of these psychologists and psychiatrists and, you know, Harvard degree, really high-end people. And, and here I am like, hi, I'm here. And... I thought, oh, what did I do? Maybe the white towel was a better option. And within the third day in, I was so immersed into the learning and I brought it home and I started practicing with the kids without them knowing. And I was like, wow, this works. And it's nothing wrong with them. It was what was wrong with me. Hmm. And how I had just lost total and complete connection with myself, who I was. I didn't even know who I was. Right. Yeah. You mentioned that. And one of the things I don't know if I shared with you earlier is coming out of my divorce, I had $600,000 debt. And how do you even get to zero with that? Right. Yeah. And so I was like, how do I even ask myself the question of, can I even afford to ask myself that question of what am I going to do next? Mm -hmm. You know, um, Kept pushing through. I was in corporate. I went to the next level of NLP, um, which is the neurolinguistics, and I just fell in love with it. And I got certified, continued um, going in. I still haven't done the mastery program yet, but that's how I became a life coach, just seeing the changes that it made in myself. And I thought, I want to share this. I want to share this with people because there's such little tweaks in our language. And then the mindset, just the, again, just stuff that we're taught or we've picked up along the way or one little experience we may have had that set us in motion of this negative dialogue. Right. You know, whether it's with our body, whether it's with our, um, just our family of what we thought or 
our friends. There's so many, you know, out of all those 12 categories in life that I talk about, one little thing can throw us all off. Yeah. We get to the end point and go, well, how did I get here? And why was I even moving in this direction? <laughs> it's not what I expected. Yeah. So um, I really just did basically a detox of my life, you know, and I'm not one to peel the layers. I just sort of yanked it off, you know, just get to the core, get rid of it and figure out what to go with next. And I worked for maybe three years on myself with a coach with, um, I had the wonderful opportunity of working with John Asraf um, and some of his team members Mm -hmm. and really just dove in and looked at every ugly thing there was. And I go, all right, let's, let's just get this stuff out and figure out what else is to come. And then April, 2019, I walked away from corporate and started full-time in my coaching business. Yeah. With a big smile on your face. Congratulations. (laughs) Like, yes, finally. So, um, you know, those in our audience are listening. We've talked about NLP before. Um, and so we get a little bit of an idea of what that is, but you know, what are, what would you say is like maybe the, the top couple things we're saying to ourselves or doing ourselves, doing to ourselves that are keeping us from getting what we want? Um, a lot of it is perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, having the shoulds that everyone has told us what we should do or what we think we ought to do. Yeah. And I would say at some point in your life or like in my life or our lives, maybe <laughs> something, something happened that we quit believing in what we knew we were put on this earth to do or be purpose. And yeah. probably even as a little child and, and then it just kept stacking on from there. So I think um, the perspective and just believing and accepting who we are and not caring. Um, what is the saying? I just posted a quote not long ago. It's not our business of what other people think of us. Right. Yeah. None of your business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so in a, I I know that's not the scientific definition of what NLP is, but I, I do believe the perspective is everything. Mm -hmm. The language pattern, patterning that we use based on that perspective, um, can really pull us forward instead of keeping us so stuck in that turmoil of what, where we may be living. Can you give us an example of that with the, you know, maybe using a real life client on, you know, something that you help them shed or empty, you know, or, or reframe um, to help them move forward? Yeah. So um, this one client that I've been working with, I, and if I tear up, I'm sorry, I'm just so excited for her. <laughs> It's, yeah, no, it's just, there's passion there. We yeah. Um, she's, she's on the older side, but she's never had a goal in her business because mm-hmm. her family had told her there's no sense in goals, just work hard and things will happen the way they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. So at 61, she'd never had a goal for a business. She knew what she needed to do to live, but that was it. And it was a struggle in September to get her to come. I mean, the, half of the year is gone, right? And she, yeah. we still don't have the goal for the year in her business. <laughs> so with a lot of 
back and forth. She goes, fine, a hundred million. I'll close a hundred million this year. And I go, this year, where are you? Right. Fourth quarter is upon you. (laughs) (laughs) I go, I want it to be attainable. I don't want to. And she goes, Hey, you didn't say anything about attainable. You said a goal. So she was, I think at 78, um, 78 million, million at that point. And I was like, gee, you know, it's in September. (laughs) And we, we started working on releasing the mindset that you can't have a goal. Right. If you don't meet the goal, it's okay. You can change the the timeline of when that goal is to be reached. Hers was December mm-hmm. at the end of the year. Um, and she went in all in and she goes, keep me, hold, check in on me every day. Hold me accountable. But the same piece of it was her whole point was she was working 80 hours a week and she wanted that um, time freedom to enjoy her new grandchild, yeah, otherwise, what's to be the with point? her husband. And I, I said, all right, so we, we're going to keep with what we've already stacked on and keep looking at this. I work with core values and I said, let's keep an alignment in every area of your life with the core values that we've uncovered with you. And she called me on December 6th and she goes, I exceeded it because I'm at 105 million closed and I just started to cry. I was like, I'm getting chills all over me now. Just thinking about that day that she called me and, and said that. And it was all from changing a belief. Right. Letting her know that she didn't have to keep working 80 hours, but being in alignment with herself and not just taking on clients because it was a client associated with a, a number. Right. But working with people who really fired her up and made her want to work. So that is, that's my most recent. Um, That's just incredible for me. It sounds like there's a lot of energy um, that arrives from clearing that stuff. Right. And so if she's and then also having those values and those goals, and when you know you're aligned with it, there's nothing, um, you know, it kind of greases the wheels. Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a great analogy, actually. Let's keep going. Yeah, so you can keep going and keep that momentum. So that was a great story for sure. Um, what does thought leading? What does being a thought leader in this space mean to you? For me, you know, when um, I I really believe that it's being mentally active and instead of passive. Mm-hmm looking at the world with fresh eyes on a constant basis. And that's been hard this last, this past year. So if you can do it this past year, you can definitely do it moving forward. Moving forward, yeah. And keep expanding our awareness, um, not only with the external world, but internally as well. And then being able to share that and serve others, you know, continually questioning the status quo. Yeah. Educating our audience, and you know, I hate the word followers, but educating the audience and the community that we have within us. And then adding in knowing your core values and honoring and respecting those in each area of your life. I feel that you become that thought leader and a conscious leader. Right. Yeah. And within that, you know, your sales will increase. You become, you or your company, you know, they you become the showcase, you're showcased almost like as a credible forward thinking business. 
and hence it's more desirable to work with. So you, you can build teams more easily. And most importantly, if you already have a team, you retain them. Yeah. Yeah. That retain the retention piece is really important with a lot of the business leaders that we talk about, you know, you can, you can grow them. And then if you can't keep them, then you're just constantly grow, grow, grow. And it does take a lot of energy away from um, just moving forward. So that's a, that's a good piece. One of my mentors, when I was in the cyber world, Jim Ralph, he had told me once, he goes, my job is to train my team so well that everybody else wants them, but my team doesn't want to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. The, um, just that, I think that alignment piece is, is what I keep coming back to, right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, when people are aligned, they're happier and more people want to, and I know you said you didn't like the word followers, but if you're a leader, you know, you got more people going, okay, I want it that way, or I want it, what she has, or, you know, similar vein. And so they're, you know, they're tracking and they're following, um, because, because there's a smile on your face, like you have today. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So, um, last question, I'd love a book recommendation for our audience from you, Lisa. I have three books that I sort of combine together. So one is, um, (laughs) Brene Brown, the daring greatly. Mm -hmm. And then I go to, um, Buddha and the badass, um, or Buddha's Brain, which is sort of like a badass. Um, it's by Rick Hansen. And then Conscious Leaders. And I sort of mesh those three together. And if you if you read those three at the same time or simult- simultaneously, it's like, ah! Got it. Um, it definitely gives you the balance. And for me, it made me want to just go out and like tell everybody what I do and help everyone that I can that I can serve. Well, and that's, uh, that's great for those books or, you know, I mean, good if we're reading those and can, um, still have energy to keep moving forward. Yeah, that's a good list. <laughs> so thank you for that, Lisa. Tell us again what your website is and how you'd love um, people to contact with you. Yeah. So it's our, the number two, R life.com. And I'm on Instagram under Lisa Couturier underscore. And that's C-O-U-T-U-R-I-E-R. And I would, I have a group program starting May 20th that I would love to have you join. But if you wanted to join before that time on Fridays, I'd like to personally invite your audience to hop in. We do some hot seat coaching. We have you definitely interact with my one-on-one clients and just see how I operate. And that's at the r2rlife.com? Yes. All right. Great. Thanks for your time, Lisa. Uh, Thank you for having me. Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com, or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. 
We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.